0: Hello, Sobertown. Welcome to Sobertown Podcast. This is Todd Crafter. I'm a blog and podcast contributor at SobertownPodcast.com. Today, I'll be recording another Sober Toolbox blog for better accessibility. To see the original article, references, and a broad range of sober living resources, visit SobertownPodcast.com. Today's podcast is the Sober Toolbox Planning. If you'd like to reach me for any questions or comments, please email me at soberaustralia at gmail.com. So Sobertown, one tough truth about the sober journey is that unfortunately there is no panacea, no silver bullet and no magic cure, no shortcuts. And anybody who tells you otherwise is ignorant or lying. But panacea aside, there are certainly techniques and approaches which suit some people to a T and others not so much. To dismiss strategies and approaches to sobriety is a mistake and on the same token, to suggest any single approach as being the only viable and successful method is also a mistake. My advice is be broad in your research, invest in the process, learn from that which proved ineffective or did not suit you and advance yourself until you reach your goals. Planning, planning, planning. Regardless of your sober methods is vital. Fail to plan and you may be planning to fail. Remember the six P's. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Please heed these words very carefully. You need to plan your sobriety. You need to plan in depth and in detail and you need to have an ability to adapt as you progress and learn what does and does not work, what triggers you, what helps you, who helps you, who does not help you, and everything in between. Leading a sober life, especially to begin with, is comparable to a tug of war where there can only be one winner. There is no draw. and It will be you and an alcohol free life or it will be alcohol. No draw, one or the other. The tug of war does not end. But what does end up happening is that if the planning is well thought out and the delivery is on point, the tug of war starts as a tough matchup. And over time, your might over the opponent grows until the point at which You're holding onto your end of the rope with two fingers loosely, barely paying attention to your opponent. Alcohol and its draw tugging on the other end. Eventually you will barely notice you have an opponent, but be warned, it will always be there, and so the tug of war goes on for good. You cannot put the rope down, ever, but that's okay because it gets exponentially easier to win the war as the clock ticks and as the work is done. The tug of war is like this. You had the team at one end of the rope. You were on the side of team sober life, team alcohol free. On your team to begin with is generally nobody but yourself. It's just you, or if not, the team is usually small unfortunately. This is just usually the case, at least to begin with. But on the other end of the rope is Team Alcohol, it's Team Drinker. On the other end is the Terminator, alcohol, backed up by the Incredible Hulk, marketing. And between these two, strapped in is a Brontosaurus, social norms. And then behind the huge dinosaur is a giant tractor, your own mindset and habits, pumping out plumes of diesel smoke revved up and ready to haul. What chance do you have going in alone and unprepared against this opponent? You are in this tug of war fighting against these super strong opponents who represent some or all of the following marketing and advertising, social and peer pressure, anxiety and depression, your brain and its well ingrained neurological habit circuitry, the general fuckets associated with life, your partner, your friends, work stress, life stress, you name it, it works against you to begin with. It sucks but that's what it is. You see, you don't win this battle long term simply through chance because this is not a fair fight. You enter this ring basically as an untrained child attempting to knock out Floyd Mayweather. You can win, but you need allies and training to grow in strength and size and take on this fight. You need planning and you need the proper tools to transition to fortify your mind from lightweight to super heavyweight champion. And this is generally not something that you just happen to achieve by chance. And the statistics back this up. Your likelihood of success in giving up and sustaining this will be far greater having planned, prepared, discussed, altered mindset, and set everything necessary in motion to be successful And all of this is best prior to beginning the alcohol-free journey. So to believe you should drop the habit at the beginning of the learning process and that it should be successful is probably a long shot. To demonstrate my point, picture yourself strolling into the airport. You go to check in and walk up to the desk. You say to the staff member named Jill, Bali, I want to go to Bali. Okay says Jill Um, do you have a ticket nah I just thought i would get one now well okay let me see says Jill Uh, how long would you like to go to Bali for I don't know two weeks I guess yeah two weeks okay well looks like you're very lucky we have a few seats free so I can actually get you on this flight but the only way to do it is first class Oh shit, okay, I'll take it anyway, you say. Wow, lucky you. You failed to plan and you got lucky enough to get a ticket and to get on the flight. So you go to the gate. You did not have anything but a backpack with a few bits and pieces in it. You're bored. You make it all the way to Bali. So what now? You get off and the heat hits you like somebody has a hairdryer in your face. You came wearing thick long-sleeved clothing. Holy crap, it's hot. You don't even have cooler clothes. You walk to the airport and you see a man selling singlets. But you have no cash. You didn't exchange any repair. So you give that a miss and you keep sweating it up in your jumper. You reach the gate and you see John, the official. John says, passport please. Luckily, you did bring this, only out of chance. You threw it in the bag. But you look so terrible and the sweat is dripping off you that... The nearby police come over and ask you to come with them. Fair enough. Even you think you probably look dodgy at the moment. And then you realise, Oh no, I have that joint in my pocket from last night. You forgot to remove it before you went to the airport. The police search you. They find the joint. You can imagine the rest of this scenario. Prior planning was not performed and the outcome was poor. A two week holiday is a minor event in the scale of your whole life. Yet, minor or not, would you go into it, preparing and planning as little as the person in the story above? There's no chance. You would meticulously plan flights, transfers, money, accommodation, clothing, and everything else. You would dedicate time to its preparation to ensure it runs smoothly. This is a two-week holiday, a minor event in one's life, and you would plan it with effort, and energy. Let's go one more. Picture yourself bowling up to a car sale yard. A used car lot. You know you need a new car, but you did not really spend any time figuring out what you should buy. You have 10,000 bucks to spend. You walk in and the salesman spots you a mile off. The salesman, let's call him Basil, walks over to you. Hello, my friend, how can I help you today? He says, licking his lips. Well Basil, I need a car. You came to the right place, yes indeed, says Basil, looking somewhat rat-like in his movements. Okay, what do you got for me Basil, I have $10,000 to spend. Well follow me, Basil leads you to a big car. Looks kinda of big for what I need Basil. No, on the contrary, the bigger the better. Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, is it reliable? Oh yes, says Basil most reliable you will ever find in that price range well okay if you say it's what I need I'll take it excellent Basil ties up the deal and off you go you drive for a few weeks and you realize a few things the car burns a huge amount of fuel it has a smell you can't get rid of it's far bigger than you needed it's just not the right fit for you and that is all before the drive belt snaps and leaves you on the side of the road broken down Prior pressure preparation was not adequate in this scenario either. When you look at purchasing a new car, an old car, or any item worth a reasonable amount of money, you do research. You observe prices, you read reviews, you check suitability of models and car types. You invest time and energy into ensuring you make the right purchase and choice. I mean, honestly, some of you probably invest hours into even figuring out the best type of toaster for your home. Now think of the effort you put into minuscule purchases, events and occurrences within your life, such as buying an appliance, a car, or planning a trip. Compare these to the size of the venture switching to an alcohol-free life. They pale in comparison. A toaster costs under 100 bucks and you spend time analyzing this purchase While quitting alcohol can save you upwards of $250,000 over half a lifetime even. Even if you don't spend mammoth amounts on it. Seriously, I did the maths. Embarking on the journey to an alcohol-free life deserves multitudes more investment than most ventures. And this is also variable depending on personal factors and your own habits. The fact that you have taken the time to read or listen to this suggests you are likely investing in the process so sober town please believe this you will get out what you put in if you do not plan this change then do not be surprised when it does not stick if you are serious about this journey to live a sober life and i hope you are then give it the planning it deserves You are willing to give hours, days or weeks to planning a simple weekend holiday or the purchase of an item or any any number of other relatively minor events. Quitting alcohol is a monumental and profound positive change in your life and it deserves an incredible amount of focus, planning and energy. This is the change that will likely thrust you forward in your life and in almost every aspect of your existence. Trust me, it deserves a great deal of respect and effort. And this effort is 100% worthwhile. What do I mean by this? How do you invest adequately in ensuring long-term success? Write down a plan and write down the aspects which you may need to address to be successful. Write down why you desire this change in your life. Write down who you need to discuss this with. Who you need to be careful around. What you need to do to change your environment. How you plan to address your mindset. Here is just a list of some of the points worth putting in motion to create a plan before making the transition. Create accountability. Discuss the change with your closest friends and family. Read plenty of literature from broad sources and take what you can apply. Ditch what you find unhelpful, but be open minded. Listen to resources and talk with others on the same journey. Invest emotionally and physically. Seek trustworthy and supportive medical or professional help. Keep searching until you find the right people and professionals. Spend time simply thinking about the process. Develop sober life tools. These sober toolbox articles are just some of the tools available in sobriety and recovery. Join sober groups, face-to-face meetups or online communities to suit your life and availability. Find a sober friend or support you trust and like. If you can prepare your home how you see fit ditch the booze and paraphernalia if necessary plan how you will deal with cravings and learn usable and practical techniques obtain non-alcoholic beverage options as a habit replacement and stock up replace the habit with classes exercise or other distractions Test where your loved ones sit with your choice and discuss this with them. Test your own readiness and your own mind. Think about everything, how you plan to tell others, how you respond to the question why, what the plan is if you turn back to drinking, and how to reset the course back to sobriety. Think of every scenario possible. Write, journal all this process where relevant to paper. Plan the date firmly. Set it to a day where everything is in place. Understand your own personality and try to play to its strengths and nurture its weaknesses. We all feed on and succeed differently. Get outside your comfort zone. Move and challenge your body every day. And fortify your mind in every way you can. This battle is largely fought internally. So, Sobertown, this is not just a matter of deciding not to drink, not even close. It is a process. It needs planning. It needs attention. As I stated in the introduction episode, abstaining from alcohol is an active process, not passive. Prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance. So plan it, Sobertown. We're all with you. Thanks, Sobertown. I'll catch you later.